Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, are you there? Hey, the recording has started. JD, you got to unmute yourself. Remember, I forget to do it all my time, too. Unmute yourself, too. I unmuted myself. I'm here. Is that JD? No, this is Corey. Oh, um, brother, brother, brother. Who else is there? I'm here. RJ's here. Yeah. JD's having a problem with the, I think, with opening up or he's not home or something. Hey, this is, uh, is Boss going on first? The recording is already started. I believe the boss uh, had sent me a mail saying that uh, it was my time to sign, that he was busy, he was packing, he is getting on the road for soul's business, so he's getting ready to travel. Okay, he's on travel too, so am I. Uh, <laughs> well, JD's trying to open the show right now, and it says we're recording, and, it, and people are able to mute and unmute us. If uh, you, if if you keep getting muted, we'll just have to wait till JD gets on. But the the recording has started, and today is. Uh, Yeah, I uh, looked around here. Yeah, I thought JD was working on that. I don't know. I don't. Uh, I hope he's up. I can't get a hold of him because I called. He was, he was just online a minute ago. Said uh, for me to take my time, he would open up the show, and and uh, he was working on it. So okay. Yeah. JD, are you there? He, when he hits that participants and uh, mute, and then he wants to check, you need to check that little box right under it, don't allow, where it says allow participants to unmute themselves. Click that box off so nobody can unmute themselves. Because then I can mute anybody and anybody can mute anybody. And they fuck with the trigger and shut you off when you're talking. Muted, unmuted, muted, unmuted. Uh, <laughs> you you can lock that. Are you hearing me, Arthur? I can hear you, brother. I uh, okay. I have I have no uh, I have no way to. I can unmute myself and mute myself. That's about it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, I called now, in. If you was on your laptop or you was on the on your desktop, you could click mute on anybody's box and mute them and unmute them as they talk. Life in the fast lane, Terry. As Mel works uh, on his problems. Life in the fast lane. <laughs> it, yeah. it's, it ain't too fast. That's good. I was married. All right, guys. I'm, I'm here now. Okay. Yeah, I'm after. I'm having to mute myself on the uh, computer, but um, I'm here now. Okay, let's get this some bit started. Uh, I guess we'll have to mute people as they come in. Um, so let's just get this thing rolling since we're behind already, and you know it's my first time actually trying to run the show. Okay, here we go. Welcome to the Aaron Nation Physics Shows Motorcycle Club White Power Hours. I'm your host tonight, SSJD, broadcasting from within the United States and around the world. Tonight is obviously February 21st, 2019. Thanks for being here for this edition of the Black and Silver Solution uh, Talk Show Radio Broadcast. Tonight I have two men, my brothers, as special guests. Both men have over five de- decades, if not more, in the white power movement. That's if the boss gets on. Of the past and now present. Neither men need an introduction, for their mere names say it all. But in an introduction, they will both get. First, Dennis McGiffin, world leader of the Aryan Nations, president of the Aryan Nations Sadistic Souls Motorcycle Club, and creator of the Black and Silver Solutions. Des McGiffin also dubbed the order to the new order. Personal friends of Pastor Butler, Dr. Pierce, and Pastor Ray Redfern. My other brother, Brother RJ, National Ambassador of the Aryan Nation Sadistic Souls Motorcycle Club. I call him my little brother, which is probably furthest thing from the truth. My brother has more titles and more positions held in several organizations and is a one-man wrecking crew, to say the least. The brother RJ has been a sincere brother, a sincere friend, and he has found found his home within the sadistic souls many years ago. The ANSSMC website has been plagiarized by more so-called white power organizations, including Matt Heimbach's Aryan Nation Alliance. Our slogan's been plagiarized. Sorry, guys, I'm freaking tired. Plagiarized, if not 
part of the solution, you're part of the problem. We have witnessed so many organizations that have failed. So many that have failed, and now more have fallen. I'll let my brothers elaborate on this because they are the the ones that know from their past and their, their history and everything else. So Brother RJ, I'm going to hand this over to you and we'll let you go with it. Thank you, JD. My brother JD, I'm glad to be here tonight with all you guys. I may be your only guest. I don't know. I talked to the boss. He will hopefully be joining us soon, but until we see if that happens or not, I did want to be on here tonight because I'm sure the whole world has seen the sellouts from the NSA. And you know, in the words of Ron White, you can't fix stupid. I don't think you'll ever be able to fix the stupidity of the NSM, especially when it's led by a leader who suffers from narcissism, constant deceitful to membership, personal greed, and personal stupidity. You know, and I and I can say this, I, I do come from the NSM. I did come from the NSM before coming over to the sadistic souls. I worked my way up through the ranks of the NSM. I didn't turn my money in. I did not, you know, just turn my money in and get automatic rank with them. I worked my way up hard through hard work, determination, or something I thought I believed in. And as time went by, I actually made it up to the rank of major with the NSM. I was their stormtroop leader in charge of every stormtroop member in the world. And I watched as time went by the stupidity of their leadership. And as time went by, I watched as my fellow leaders said to hell with it and left the NSM. And I couldn't figure out why. It took me a second to figure out why. And, of course, it all boils down to Jeff Scoop, his inability to be a proper leader. You cannot be a narcissist, and for lack of a better term, a pussy hound, and be a proper leader. And you're using your position to gain for yourself. You're not in it for your brother. You're not in it for your organization. You're not in it for anything but yourself. And that's where Jeff Scoop's at. You know, uh, I watched as a lot of people in the NSM learned about Jeff's first Joanna. When she gave her SPLC uh, statements, and, you know, it was an obvious elephant in the room that she wasn't white, but nobody could ever pinpoint it until she finally gave those statements, and Jeff never refuted it. I want everybody in the NSM to know, if you're listening to me tonight, Jeff never refuted that he knew she was not all white. He never refuted that her half-black child lived with them. He never refuted any of her statements that that black child lived in their household together until she went back to live with her all-black father. (laughs) Jeff Scoop has done a lot of things in his life. He never refutes them, and the NSM membership never questioned him all that time. Uh, after, you know, I, uh, it's, it's bad when even the sources that I contacted that have left the NSM recently 
had said they could see the writing on the wall, and the writing on the wall was that for the last two years, Jeff Scoop has been dealing with uh, uh, James Stern out of Marino, Reno Valley, California. James Stern is a black man. He's also an ex-con. He's a preacher to preacher, and he's a black rights advocate. And he is now president and director of the NSM. Jeff has been dealing with this gentleman for the last two years. Uh, I just recently talked to some of my contacts. They realized, and these guys were in positions of power within Jeff Scoop's organization. Great leaders. When they saw what he was doing, they left. They knew who they are. I won't mention their names, but they left. Smart men. They should have left when I did years ago, but they didn't. They hung on, just like I did for too many years, hoping to change it for the better. And I thought the thing that was funny after I read the SPLC article, Brother JD, and I, I read some of what James, or, uh, James Stern had to say, you know, these ideas that James Stern presented to the NSM were presented to him to uh, years ago no consideration they were walking carpet and they, uh, he failed to act on them and all of a sudden when a black man comes up with the same ideas seven or eight years later Jeff is on board with them he is selling out the NSM you cannot go from a white power organization run by white folks to being one run by a black man you know it just doesn't work and if you're going to tell me that this black man has got them to change their ways they no longer hate non-white races you're full of shit you cannot convince me of that i'm wondering what jeff scoop's membership will look like now that this has been made public by the splc and james stern's uh, blog page where he's announced it uh, and he talks quite literally about uh, the negotiation between him and Jeff Jeff Scoop uh, uh, his his ability to talk Jeff Scoop out of no longer using the swastika yada 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 the things he's done with Jeff Scoop and I, I just can't imagine uh, what the membership has to be doing right now with, with mr. mr. Scoop and the NSM well, Brother RJ, I did listen to their blog talk radio, and the second and third in command right now, and you probably know who they are. Uh, basically, the second in command that runs their, their blog talk radio told um, told everybody that he didn't know what was going on. He hadn't been informed, and, um, and that's second and third in command. Didn't know what was going on. They were waiting for information. But uh, they, but the second in command said um, that basically to the SPLC to fuck off because of their article. And to me, with with I mean we're not just talking the SPLC article. We're talking about you know you having insight and other we we have we having other insight to. Uh, this organization and the plagiarism that they put, you know, upon our organization. Um, but, you know, he denied it at first and then turned around and said, oh, yeah, well, this uh, this coalition or whatever it may be with this, uh, this nigger is um, public record. Right. And that's just it. I mean, it's been made 
public now by the SPLC. And like you and I discussed before, uh, JD, the FP SPLC is being very cautious of what they print anymore after they lost that $3.5 million lawsuit for inadvertently printing the wrong thing about the wrong individual. He sued the hell out of them and won. And I can't right. imagine at this point the, NS, or the SPLC is going to print anything in regards to the NSM or anybody else that may come back to bite them in the ass. So when I read that, I said, you know what, I, I, I totally, and knowing Jeff Scoop and the NSM, I totally believe that this is something he would do. It just, it just rings with the bell of truth that this is something he would do. And, I mean, you're dealing with a guy that, uh, you know, you got to remember that if you go back to early Jeff Scoop, you're dealing with a guy that uh, was once convicted of a fucking burglary while he had his, his wife's kids in the car or his girlfriend's kids in the car. They were in the <laughs> getaway while he's committing the burglary at a high school. You know, so, I mean, to start off, the guy's not real intelligent, you know. But, well, that sounds uh, like fucking um, uh, Morris Collette with that poor kid and 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 his conspiring to rob a bank. And I'm like, how do you cons how do you get busted and go to federal prison for conspiring to rob a bank? What'd you do? Go in and ask the teller what what was the best way to rob the bank? How, how do you yeah. get busted for something like that? I mean, that's just fucking mere mere stupidity in, in my eyes. Well, you know, it's something that's always gotten me is Scoop could have made so much out of his organization. I mean, he he garnered international, um, what I say, uh, international acclaim for a while there. People were coming when I was with him. People were coming from all over the world to interview us and to film us and stuff. And it was always an embarrassment to me when they would come and they would film and stuff. The the unprofessionalism of the NSM, you know, and I've had other organizations say, you guys are some of the most unprofessional sons of bitches I've seen on God's green earth. You know, uh, you march in, <laughs> the police, you march in, you're behind the police lines and you start, fuck you, nigger this and screw you, nigger that. And you, you know, yelling racial epithets at people. And that, that gets you what? That gets you nothing but more hatred from the other side. And that's what Scoop wants. He loves it when there's that adversity between the two groups, you know. That just, he, he's all for that. Because he knows he's standing behind a police line and nobody's going to get to him, you know. But uh, <clears throat> I, I look at it this way, though, J.D. and brothers. It's, uh, I don't think we're having much of a loss here with the NSM going that way, because now they're going to be known for the true Nazi, uh, Hollywood Nazi ass clowns that they really are. You know, right. I mean, they've lost, they've lost so much of their good leadership over the years. They have nobody left. The last guy that I talked to, one of my major sources, he left about a year ago. He already knew a year ago what Scoop was doing and didn't agree with it and said, the hell, I'm out of here. He was number two in command at the time. He left because of Jeff Scoop's talking with this black, this uh, James Stern. So if you look at that, I mean, I can't see, like I say, where his membership. If they stand behind this guy, there is something definitely wrong all the way across the board with this whole organization. Uh, you know, uh, it's. Uh, I just. I don't know, JD. I don't know. I, I don't know how to take it sometimes. 
Um, you know, I, I watched and, and their membership. Uh, when, when Jeff Scoop considers membership, how can you have guys leave the MSM, tell you to screw yourself, burn their uniforms, go on, go on YouTube burning their uniforms, this and that and the other thing, go to another organization, rag you out over there at the other organization, and then a year later come back to the MSM and say, well, if you give me my rank and a higher rank back, I'll come back to the NSM. And I've seen that happen many a time. And Scoop will crumble just to have that membership come back. And he'll offer them back into the NSM at full status with a higher rank. That's not the way shit's done, for God's sakes. You know, uh, once you know somebody is a rat in your organization and you throw them out, you don't bring them back later. And I'm sure we all know who I'm talking about here. You have speaking of Milwaukee, uh, you don't uh, you don't bring somebody like that back later on simply because their wife is a is a, a, has the ability to gain membership for your organization. If he's a rat, yeah, no he's a rat, you know. Uh, so it's it's How about this organization, huh? How about Jane Mattis? No. I'm talking about our buddy Polly Peretti, a plenty up there in Milwaukee. Uh, oh, 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 Polly, yeah, good old Polly. He's on Dagger Alley, so yeah. Oh yeah, I mean he <laughs> left the NSM. Under, he <laughs> left the NSM under uh, shameful circumstances twice, and was brought back twice by Scoop himself. You know, and and. And this is after I uh, I even told Scoop at one point, Jeff, listen, this guy's bad for us, you know. What he did in a national in a in in a state meeting was unforgivable. What he admitted to in that state meeting is unforgivable. He's gone. Jeff Scoop got rid of him. Jeff Scoop brought him back twice after that. And so I mean, you know. Is that leadership? That's not leadership, if you ask me. That's just trying to keep your membership up. They are not quality above quantity. They are quantity above quality, and hoping quality follows. So. Well, and that's not the case, brother, because, I mean, you were on a uh, mission for the NSM when you ran into us, and uh, you were on a recruiting mission uh, per Jeff Scoop, as far as I was under the impression of, you were under, you know, the recruiting process to go across, you know, you know, across the nation and recruit people for the NSM, and then you found us, and you said, "I found my home." Yeah. Well, basically, that's what it was, JD. Is I had put in six thousand miles, not just recruiting, but I wanted to see who was left and who had any heart within that organization, because I thought at some point, and I'll not be shy about it, I thought at some point I'm getting the hell away from these fucking idiots, these ass clowns. And is there anybody that I would be willing to take with me? In 6,000 miles talking to a shitload of people, there wasn't one individual within the NSM that I felt worthy to come with me anywhere. And I made my very last stop before I went home, and I talked to Brother Lightning, and I talked to Brother Satan, and I have not left since. And that has been about six or seven years now. It's been a while. You know, the, the sadistic souls are my home, and this is where I'll die. You know, this is family to me. Um, 
And I would I would ask anybody that's in the NSM, you know, if you want to call me personally, hell, I'll give you my phone number. We'll have a deep, in-depth conversation about the person you're following or the people that you did follow. You know, uh, it's it was nothing but a nightmare the whole time. And I had worked the last year I was there using my uh, you know using my position. I was hoping to make something different out of the NSM, but it never you could never do it. Uh, he has too tight of a rein on his organization. Uh, he controls the purses, the money. He controls everything within that organization. He he has final say on everything, but he actually has no uh, like we do. He has no counsel. You know, he just does what he wants to do of his own accord. You can't do that in an organization when you're dealing with people across the world, across the United States, from state to state. You have to have some sort of counsel to advise you. If you don't have that counsel and you're making all the decisions yourself, you're going to continually make the wrong decisions. And well, this I, is just a, yeah, we 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 have the statistics uh, yeah, council and uh, the second in command on that blog talk radio, which um, which is on our website, and I, I I really wish anybody that is listening tonight to go on there and and listen um, they, to the, the broadcast that they put on blog talk radio, because I mean there's a lot of contradictions in it, but uh, the second and third in command have no idea what is going on other than the fact that um, they say that the NSM. And the members are good, and 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 as far as they're concerned, they're going to continue to do what they're going to do, and they have faith in their leadership. To me, I've never had faith in Jeff Shoup, and and I've never had faith uh, when I did the article on his on his half breed family. You know, I you know when when the article on the SPLC came out, I thought maybe his in laws took over. <laughs> Well, you know, uh, JD. Also, um, you know, look at <laughs> uh, We have a, we have Matt Heimbeck is on our uh, on our page, of course. Uh, yeah, be, being an extra, he's a fellow organization you know, too. Yeah, and uh, you know, uh, going by a, a strict Aryan code. Um, if if you're done with your wife, you don't cheat on her. You divorce or you separate or whatever, and you get on with your life without that individual in there. And then you find another spouse or whatever. Well, here we've got Mike Heimbeck cheating on his wife with somebody else or cheating with his mother-in-law or whatever it was. Uh, his organization folds right after that, you know, after he goes to jail for the, for the assault. And lo and behold, does he end up with a ranking position in the NSM? Right. So you have a, you know, you have a non-Aryan living individual. You know, there's there's no moral character to the son of a bitch to Matt Heimbach, apparently, and you have <laughs> an immoral life, uh, causing causing a, a fairly nice organization to fold because of his actions. And then you see him without anything, you know, without not even a concern about his past of being a, a Jew lover or anything else. Oh, was his girlfriend on stage with her fucking Jewish flag? 
Yeah, you see Matt Heimbeck, you see uh, Jeff Scoop promote him right into a national officer's spot, a national office, I should say, you know, right, right as soon as he got out of jail. Well, you'll notice that Matt Heimbeck is no longer there either. He probably, you know, so um, I have no clue why Heimbeck is no longer with them, but uh, good riddance and God bless, you know. And I think well, that's the way I, I feel I, about it. I try to get on the traditional Workers' Party uh, website, and it's, it's no longer existent. And then I read um, some other or, you know, organizations, and they basically said that uh, the traditional Workers' Party um, uh, pretty much folded in 2017 or 2018. I don't remember what year, but I just thought it was kind of funny. Yeah, well, that was um, that was because because the the founder of the traditional workers' party, uh, Heimbach, was screwing his old lady, and then he got into trouble after he he assaulted somebody, and Heimbach went to jail, and the guy he lost his heart for the organization and folded it. Right. You know? So it, it, I mean, it, it's just it sad. <laughs> yeah, he ventured off to, you know, it's like the dregs of society eventually find themselves in the NSM, you know, and I I, should, I say that with not too much in jest, but it's pretty true. I mean, there were some of us that you know, really believed in what was going on, and at a point, we had things going on, but as you, as you continually get put down on, on good ideas and stuff like that, you know, you start to to wonder why you're being put down with your good ideas, why this is happening, why that's happening. And it's because Jeff Scoop does not want to relinquish one iota of his perceived power to somebody else you know, to shine through and or make the organization better, you know. So, bye. But, uh, yeah, I, I just, uh, you know, and, and I, I've often heard that not only after Joanna Scoop, his ex-wife, went to the SPLC, we saw uh, Jeff Scoop hook up with the uh, model actress, model slash actress, uh, the tall, skinny, dark-haired one. Uh, she got him on TV eating a cookie with a fucking digger, you know, doing that interview, you know. Um, and after that, they broke up, and sources tell me that she also went to the NSM, or to the SPLC, and gave a statement against him. Now, what the frick is wrong with a guy that every time you get rid of a girl, they want to venture over to the SPLC to tell on you? You must be doing something wrong, you know? Right. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, many a times, J.D., I'd be standing around with Jeff and some of the other leaders and stuff, and a nice-looking girl would come up, and they were enthralled by his, uh, by that he was the head of an organization such as the NSM, right? And that's all it took was for them to say how enamored they were with his ability to lead the NSM, and it would be on. The next thing you know, whether he was married or not, he would be off in a motel room with this individual, you know, and uh, it was, it's just, you know, to me, brother, it just, after a while, it got old, it got repetitive, 
it made no sense. I went on that last 6,000-mile run trying to recruit anybody that would just leave. There was nobody to take with me, not a single soul out of everybody. Um, as I was com- in fact, as I was coming through some states, they were finally go- some individuals were finally going to meet somebody with authority within the NSM after years of being in the NSM, and they would get scared. I had people call me the day before we were supposed to meet and say, I'm no longer with the NSM. I do not want to meet you anymore. And here I've traveled a couple hundred miles out of my way to meet these individuals. You know, they were either agent provocateurs, uh, people that were just in it to brag, oh, I'm with the NSM, this or that. Uh, You know, it made no sense to me. I'm home. I love my sadistic souls. I love my family. I ain't going nowhere. You guys will have to bury me with my motorcycle and my patch. Oh, well, I mean, that, that'd be uh, something that we will hopefully will hope, you know, pray that it will be years to come. Probably because we love the hell out of you. Uh, one, one thing I want to say is, um, you know, we had another individual from the NSM and, um, you know, Jeff Shoup had uh, went to his house in Missouri, or Kansas City, Missouri, and um, where the hell's that? Um, I don't know who that is. I just blocked him. But um, we had somebody from Kansas City, Missouri, that was with the NSM. He's regional six director. Um, Jeff Shoup showed up with uh, sister wives, and you know, and and basically. He wasn't going for it. I mean, he just basically said, man, what the fuck is going on? He joined us and then fell out, you know, because he was doing uh, illegal activities or, you know, doing illegal drugs or, I mean, prescription drugs that weren't prescribed to him, and so he had to go. I mean, we just, we're, we just run everything 100% legal and, and go our, our, our way, you know what I mean? But, well, you know, J.D., I've seen that happen in my years. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen um, <laughs> happen for years in the NSM brother, where uh, people of leadership ability, ability. Somebody's got their radio. I'm getting a terrible echo on my end here. Yeah, but, uh, man, turn your radio down. I'll unmute you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of the leadership even come under uh, uh, certain circumstances where they were asked to leave because... Jesus Christ, Lamb, turn your damn radio off, bro. <laughs> so, so, some females had made accusations against some of the leadership, and those those accusations were quite horrendous, actually. And they were allowed to stay in leadership and until finally they thought the better part of valor would be to leave, you know, and they went to other organizations. Uh, I can think of several individuals who I won't name right now, but uh, they know who they are. Uh, they were accused with some uh, not too not too friendly sexual crimes against their female NSM counterparts. Um, you know, uh, during during the time that I was there, we've had several that were asked to leave um, due to uh, we tried to vet the best we could 
But when you got just me and another guy trying to vet everybody that's coming in and you're getting these lists day after day after day quite past you, you can't vet everybody properly. You just cannot do it. And Scoop is approving them left and right because he's getting that, that little uh, initiation fee out of them. And lo and behold, you get a few that come in that are uh, kitty diddlers, child molesters, stuff like that, you know. And, uh, we're never passed off to be vetted. They were just allowed to come in. Finally, they were gotten rid of, you know. Um, Scoop made some, uh, you know, he's made some very stupid decisions, of course. One of them was his uh, uh, National Alliance. Uh, that no, was the, a joke. The, the, the Area National Alliance, it was uh, plagiarized off the Citizen uh, Chills website that, uh, that uh, uh, basically the Area National Alliance is going to be a multi- multitude of clubs and, and organizations, including clan organizations that uh, I think we had bets going out there, actually, RJ, that uh, it would last no longer than a year, and I think it lasted nine months. So I, I think I lost the fucking bet. I'm kind of pissed. <laughs> oh, yeah. When I read the entire list of the 17 organizations that were involved with that National Alliance, and you notice uh, um, Scoop was persuaded to drop the Aryan part off of there, Um of course, but uh, then it went to their, their national alliance that's, or whatever the hell that, That's after he but, talked to that nigger. <laughs> he dropped the Aryan but, and he dropped the he dropped the Aryan and he dropped the Swazi. Yeah, but the funny part was at the same time. After the same time, yeah, I read that list. I read his list of seventeen organizations. And some of those organizations I know fairly well. And they're so old, they don't have membership anymore, you know. They maybe have one or two people in them. So his large worldwide organization, I think it was nothing more than a phallus, something he dreamed up in his imagination, um, you know. And some of them on that list I wouldn't want to be a part of. Even if I was still with the NSM, I wouldn't want to be a part of them, you know. Scoop is always... Oh, I was going to say, Scoop has always been like that. He's always trying to come, be the one-up on everything. I remember before I discovered the, uh, the sadistic souls, he tried, and I actually think this was something that he created in his mind, and he never thought anybody would question him on it, but he a motorcycle club, an all-white motorcycle club located in Florida. And I've tried to remember the name of it, and I can't remember the name of what he called it. And when I questioned him about it, he, he told me, well, they're no longer with us for whatever reason. I don't think they were ever with us. I don't think they ever existed, much like a lot of the membership that he claims isn't with us and, or isn't with, with them or doesn't exist. Uh, if you just go once in a while and you go over to the NSM and you pick a – Pick a state or pick a country, especially a country out of the United States, and you send them an email and say, oh, I'm really interested in the NSM, blah, blah, blah. I hear that you just started a a small chapter in your country. I'm really interested. You will not get an email back. One is I don't believe they exist. It's all his 
for lack of a better term, I think it's all smoke and mirrors on the part of the NSM. Nothing more, nothing well, I, less. Just you know, I, I, I think he's. I think it is all smoke and mirrors, and I think he's got the ADL in uh, all smoke and mirrors because the ADL claims that he has 400 members, and uh, you know he's worldwide, and he's he's the largest uh, you know Nazi organization to exist, and. I just don't believe that, due to the mere fact that, you know, we have Mel that's world ambassador, um, and Mel knows what countries we're in. We're in South Africa, we're in Canada, we're in Australia, we're in New Zealand. I mean, it's just, it's it's unreal on, on what countries we're in, and, you know, we try to practice white power, white pride worldwide, and I, I don't think there's anybody else out there doing that, and, I mean, I, I really hate to down the NSM. But um, from what I've read and what has been put out there, um, I cannot, I mean, I, I have two forms with the NSM. One is plagiarizing the website that Mel and I built. Two is having a nigger take over your organization. And your, your second and third in command don't even know about it or won't even acknowledge it on um, a blog talk radio and you know um, the second in command which uh, you probably know who he is I, I don't know and I don't really don't care uh, brother RJ but uh, second in command said you know he's going to be he's going to continue organization and his ideology and everything else well you're not going to do that when um, when this nigger gets done with you he supposedly brought a clan group down so you don't think you can bring the NSM down now he brought that clan down, you know, according to Mel, which I think Mel's correct illegally, because the uh, Imperial Wizard was incarcerated at that time and had no right to turn that clan membership over. Right. Well, you know, something I think that's funny too, JD, is oh. if you go to James Stern's uh, site, the jamesstern.com. <clears throat> and you find a national conference on race uh, dated February 12, 2017. This is 2017. He put this on his blog site. So that's 2017, 18, that's almost two years ago he put this on his blog site. Right? He's claiming the National Socialist Movement has 50, 50 million members. Nigger, please. <laughs> <laughs> Brother, I think he's counting hands and toes. He's got to be. Twenty hands and toes per member. I mean, there's there's no there's no way in hell. He's just glorifying. He he, brother RJ, he's just glorifying whatever nigger does. He fuck they they fucking overestimate the numbers and then they try to make themselves look better than they are because they are the inferior race of the white race. They will always be the inferior inferior race of the white race. And they, and they will do anything to make themselves look better than they truly are. All they are is nothing but a bunch of mud hut fucking spirit chucking fucking people from fucking down in, in Africa, which is the bottom of the globe where all the shit flows. And, and to my, in my mind, um, they are all full of fucking shit and lies and deceit, and so is this son of a bitch. 
as far as I'm concerned, and they can they can try to sue me. I mean, I got a good fucking attorney, but um, to me, uh, there's no fifty thousand fucking members of the NSM. They maybe on paper fifty thousand since nineteen seventy four when they originated from James Lincoln Rockwell. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> it does. Um, it it really does. I mean, you know, uh, like I say, GD, I've, I've seen some of the most horrendous members come and go. Uh, I believe they used to call her, uh, they named her sort of uh, after Axis Sally. I think they call her uh, Axis Jane or something like that. And I can't remember her name right now, but she was put in a position because she was screwing every member of the NSM because she was a, uh, she loved to be tortured and stuff, and all of a sudden one day she came on, uh, the, the uh, Antifa put her up on their website where she was um, in, a, uh, in a bondage house being uh, just tortured <laughs> in this bondage right, and liking it, and I went over to look at it simply for educational purposes, of course. And I called Scoop. Yeah, I, said, Jeff. I said, Jeff, this bitch has got this bitch has got to go. I said, you know, she's a, she's our representative for for uh, uh, Oregon and um, Washington State, and here she is at one point dressed in NSM uniform as a state leader, and here she is on a website with a hook up her ass and a fake dildo in her mouth. And I said, it looks a little bit bad. So, so you said uh, Washington and Oregon. Well, I, I think that's where they got their 50,000 members from. <laughs> 50 that's million. Oh, 50 million. Yeah, that's what James Stern is claiming on his website, uh, that they had 50 million members. <laughs> 50 million? Well, yeah. Where, where they got that number, I have no clue. But, uh, you know. There is no fucking way in hell. The Pastor Butler, Pastor Ray Redfern, uh, the creators, and, I mean, that are worldwide, and everybody else, there is no fucking way. They all combined from the 1970s, they didn't have 50, well, 5 million, 50 million. But basically, basically, this fucking nigger is telling you that the NSM is the largest white power organization in the, the, in the in the continent to date from the, from its from its conceivement. Yeah, I mean, it was. Uh, yeah, you, uh, you you couldn't. I I mean, my God, even in the best days. You couldn't get that. I mean, oh, that was her. I just thought of that girl's name. Uh, in case anybody thinks I'm joking, her name was Corinna Bart Burt. And the funny part about her, she was a bodybuilder slash Nazi slash bondage queen slash um, uh, uh, what do you call it? She studied embalming. Uh, she wanted to be a uh, funeral director. Oh, she wanted to be a fucking uh, uh, 
Bombings, you want to fucking uh yeah. work in, in a fucking goddamn uh, mortuary. But uh, yeah, she wanted to be a mortician and uh she had a couple of job offers to become a mortician. I remember that back in the day and once they found out that she was a Nazi and a freak in the bondage world they all all bets were off. Everybody told her, you know what, you'll never work as a mortician. I don't know what she feel about it. <laughs> well, Jesus Christ. But, uh, you know, these are the kind of individuals that Scoop gets into his organization, you know. And, brother, I, I even when I was there, I would see some of the best guys come, and they would look around, and I think they came because I was there. They wanted to see what the NSM was about. And I told some of them, I'm looking at one of their pictures right now because he's standing, he's standing next to Karina Burton, a picture. But um, they, uh, they would come, they would look around, and I always had what I call the six-month effect. It's, they would come, and they would realize after six months there's something wrong with the whole scenario here, and they would be gone, you know. And... Uh, you know, as hard as hard as one was tried to make it a more professional organization, a more respectful organization, an organization that somebody could be proud of, the more we tried, the harder we were fought on the upper levels, and we all just left. Oh, brother, uh, who, who did he get? I mean, what? That was a, that was a fucking nigger that he got interviewed by, and he's like, oh, well, you guys created peanut butter, and I like peanut butter, and I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, he just didn't, she didn't, he just didn't say that, did he? Peanut butter, are you fucking kidding me? Who was that fucking He was the one that was getting all the time. He, he got Anaconda's uh, fucking Clinton uniform, and Anaconda ended up in a fucking river because his, his, his wife fucking shot him and fucking put him there. It was a good place. Remember who I'm talking about? Yeah, I can't place the name. It was a good place for that. Frank ended up, uh, needless to say, but you know. (laughs) Well, yeah, it was a good place, but I just can't remember that motherfucker's name. I mean, uh, you know, he he just thought he was all that. I was like, oh my god, dude, you didn't get people killed. You know, J.D., I look at it this way. It's when you look at organizations and you look at their leadership, they come and they go, you and I have seen it, Dennis and I have seen it a million times. They're here for a heartbeat and they're gone. They'll take your money and they'll leave, you know, and all of a sudden they'll pop up sooner or later under a different name, uh, maybe a little bit different leadership, but it's all the same players. They'll start their. They'll start a new organization. They'll take your money, and then they're gone. You know, and unlike us, I think you know we've got a good track record. Souls do of uh, just being here, being what we are, being you know living the what we we do. You know, what we do, and you know, like I said, I I skimmed through the Blog Talk Radio show that was on their NSM website. Um, it, it wasn't for spying purposes. It was just for informational purposes. And, you know, the second and third in command, you know, they say that their organization is fine and um, they don't know. They, they acknowledge, um, well, at first they didn't acknowledge, but, it, it, you know, somebody finally asked them, 
what about this, uh, you know, uh, uh, STLC report? And then they're like, oh, well, um, it, you know, we we haven't been informed. Well, what the fuck do you mean we haven't been informed? There have been incorporation papers filed in Michigan and legal documents in a federal court that is James Hart Stern of Marino Valley is now your president and director. So who's informing you? You don't are you fucking kidding me? You don't have a council? Jeff Shoup has not filled you fucking in? Hart hasn't filled you in? You are now under the control of a fucking nigger. And you know, there was this one caller on there and he's like, Well, you know, if the white the white power community at one time used to stick together. Not if you're fucking folded to a nigger or an informant or a fucking snitch or a bitch. You know what I mean? Come on, man. And they're like, oh, there's 90% of the organizations out there that are going to bring this up on their radio shows and, and this and that. Well, you're, you're right. But the difference between our radio show and everybody else's radio show, Brother RJ, the fact that we have you and you were from the NSM you realized the NSM's downfalls and faults, and they were they were unexcusable, and you had to move on. And you went to our, I believe, old clubhouse. Wasn't it the old clubhouse that had the nice bar in it? The uh, old clubhouse that I love so much. <laughs> me too, man. I miss that fucking clubhouse so much. I mean, it was. It had it had everything. It, it had, um, I mean, there, that that club. There, there's no replacing that clubhouse. I mean, it had it had the. Uh, I, I just can't explain it. It had the brotherhood within the brotherhood of a clubhouse. I mean, it had the best bar and the best brothers, and uh, you know, it had the best camaraderie. Um, and it had the best atmosphere of any clubhouse that I've ever been in, in, in any any movement. It, I mean, it was just all there. I mean, it was all there. And I mean, it was, I, there's, just, there's just no replacing that clubhouse. For, uh, for anybody that might be listening, I don't know who's all listening on the show tonight. I don't have it on my uh, I've got my computer fired up but I'm actually not watching to see who we have in the chat we have three in the chat but uh, you know I uh, hail brother it's Ed <laughs> I had um, you know if you're listening and you're with the NSM I'll put it to you this way if you're leaving the NSM don't come to us we don't want you, <laughs> you know? we don't need you yeah you know? Just stay where you're at, right? That's it. Stay right where the hell you're at. You're good to go over there. <laughs> oh, it's Brother Enjoy. Mel. You finally clicked in, Brother Mel. Man, I couldn't figure out how to fucking unmute myself. Oh, well, all you had to do was fucking text me, bro. <laughs> I did. Oh. I see about three of them on our private channel, but I couldn't get no answer. Oh, that's because I'm on my phone because I signed in under you running the show and I couldn't get myself unmuted, so I had to call in. Yeah, you hit that participants and then you it'll it'll 
give you a chance to there'd be two more boxes that says mute all. Do you hit oh, mute all? Bro, you didn't tell me that. Up and make you say okay. And in the bottom of that box on the left hand corner, there'll be a check mark. You got to uncheck that and then go back and unmute each individual box, including yourself. You didn't go into that much detail, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, man, but, come uh, on, man. Hey, RJ. I think uh, it was just me, though. I don't think somebody was muting me. Well, uh, you know, RJ, uh, remember the boss said uh, for uh, uh, Brother Mel to just blaze that damn man up by the windshield wipers and put a new one under it? Yeah. 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 And I said, hey, man, you might have a motor mount out or a fucking tranny mount out. Well, guess what happened? Oh, four of them was out. (laughs) Because I had a vehicle that did the same fucking thing, dude. That son of a bitch would vibrate like a motherfucker. It was like, it was better than a fucking Harley, dude. It gets your girlfriend off better than a Harley. And, uh, goddamn, the fucking couple motor mounts. What happens is, is the motor drops and, and pushes the uh, axles out farther, and then it makes those ball joints wear out real bad. And see, we replaced one axle, and it kind of helped. And if we would have replaced the other axle, it would only ran smooth until it wore the balls out on the fucking other axle. So, uh, right. But that one mount on the uh, driver's side, it's uh, like a tranny mount type motor mount. That thing was so fucking wore out, the center boat was sticking up. Uh, at least <laughs> oh, it's only about three quarters of an inch long. Uh, it, it was just wore out. And the top motor mounts, Brooke grabbed the rubber in the middle of it and, she, and was twisting it back and forth and in and out with her two fingers. Uh, well, I mean, I'm glad you guys got that fixed. And you know, I'm not a mechanic, but I'm a shade tree mechanic, and I'm like, hey, man, you know, if you got one motor mount or a training mount out, you put that shit in a bind, and it's going to fucking vibrate like a motherfucker. Okay. But, you know, oh, yeah, uh, and it'll burn your axles out, too. Right. <laughs> you Everything guys are going to replace struts next, but... Hey, as far as the well, NFM is concerned, it. you can tell it had been had a new motor put in it, and uh, uh, then you know after that, that the guy was just disgusted with it when he found out he needed lower control arms. Wow, fuck! At the parts store, they're a hundred bucks a piece. I called, I called my guy over at Salvage Yard. He gave them to me for fifty a piece, <clears throat> and. Uh, they were pretty good looking, man. They, rubbers were solid in them. Uh, yeah, they were a little rusty from sitting around, but uh, I, I hit them with a wire brush and put some paint on them. Uh, the, the ball joint on it was just tighter than shit. That was the way you want it. The one that came off, you could spin it in circles with one finger. Like a word yeah. But you know, guys, guys, truly, you know, uh, truly, you know, the, the NSM and Matt Heimbach and his Jewish girlfriend and Shoop and the, the, the Aryan National Alliance and everything they plagiar, plagiarized off our website, including, you know, if you're not part of the problem, you're part of the, if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. 
I mean, I, I really don't. You know, as as a white power guy, and 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 you know, in, in in the organization that I'm in, I really don't I really don't care that they are falling or and going down, and now in charge of a nigger due to the mere fact that they they've been niggers all along, just just because they can't come up with their own shit, um, they plagiarize our site, um, you know, and. Pastor Butler called them liars and thieves and what? Oh, yeah. Pastor Butler had no feelings. I mean, he had nothing but um, disrespect for the NSM. Yeah. Nothing but disrespect. Yeah, he didn't like the NSM one bit. They weren't allowed at the functions. Do you remember that, RJ? RJ? Lose him? I can't tell. Sorry. Sorry, I accidentally muted myself. <laughs> oh, um, you remember, you remember Pastor Butler uh, not not uh, uh, having very kind words for the NSM? Yeah. Oh, and you know, the strange part is, I think Pastor Butler was right because a lot of the leadership that left Aryan Nations went to the NSM, like Tim Bishop, Tim Bishop turned out to be a piece of shit later on uh, when he and his wife got sick. Uh, he decided that uh, the uh, better part of his point to get him and his wife some medical treatment that he would denounce the NSM to the Jews and the Jews would help him is what happened. And that's and Tim Bishop will no longer, after going through Aryan Nations and NSM, will no longer have anything to do with anything whitely, remotely white, you know. Uh, so, yeah, I, 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 can, I can totally understand, uh, you know, the Aryan Nations uh, speaking down about the fucking uh, the NSM. Nothing's ever come good about them. You know? uh-huh. look, look at the other leaders, one of the original leaders that came from the uh, um, American Nazi Party. You want to talk about a stinky-ass son of a bitch that just cries all the time? There you go, you know. How he ever got to be, yeah, how he ever got to be the leader of anything uh, is beyond me. Um, I, I thought when people told me he was a stinky-ass motherfucker, I thought they were lying until he stood he stood uh, downwind or upwind from me one time and the smell kind of wafted over, you know. But, uh, and he was another one later on. You know, uh, in leadership positions, that was later accused of uh, trying to get with young white girls that were underage. You know, so it's like, what am I supposed to think anymore? As I, you know, I learned, I learned a lot of this after I left the NSM. You know, and I kept up. I still, I'm still on their blog site. They don't, they know it now, but they didn't know it then. You know. <laughs> yeah. But... <laughs> we know. RJ, the hardest thing I found to do is investigate my own brothers when we have to start doing background checks on each other. I mean, when we we first got together, we 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 used uh, what checkmate and shit like that, and that just don't work. I mean, and then we figured out how to do it right, and uh, yeah. since then, I mean, and then we had to go back and look at all of our, you know, put the eye of scrutiny on each other. And then we went back and did it on our old ladies. And thankfully, we all checked out because I fucking love all my brothers. 
that puts our own brothers and our own brothers' uh, wives and girlfriends under the eye of scrutiny. Uh, I mean, that's what makes us a better organization. I mean, we just don't work. See, the problem with the NSN is they, they were a paper organization to begin with. You send them $30 and, you know, 20 bucks, you know, $30 initiation fee and $30 a month or whatever it was, whatever the fee was, you regional six director of section five six six dot 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 whatever. You know that that's yeah. not that's not breaking bread with your brothers. I've broken bread with every single brother in our organization, and I can trust my brother. Every brother in my organization is welcome at my house at any time. I don't have to worry about my brother ripping me off. I don't have to worry about my brother. Um, doing anything other than, you know, spending the night or spending a month or spending a fucking year at my house. I don't care because we've done the highest scrutiny. Mel, I can well, move know, into your house tomorrow. I can move into your house tomorrow, Mel, and you, you wouldn't kick me out in, in, after a year. Oh, no, I'd be so happy to see you. Same with RJ. Exactly. Yeah, RJ, RJ, brother RJ, too. God damn it, brother, I love you to death. I mean, fuck, we've been through some shit, but, I mean, you know, you're, you're a one-man wrecking crew. Like, you know, like I said, when I announced you, uh, um, you're my little brother, but that's the furthest thing from the truth. You're bigger than Sasquatch. Uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> seriously. You know, it's funny, though, J.D., you mentioned that because I have a quick story for you. I was going to go to Detroit one time. I was actually going to pass through Detroit on to go do something. And I called Jeff Scoop up and I said, hey, Jeff, I'm going to be in Detroit. I wouldn't mind spending a day or two kicking it with you and running a few things by you and stuff like that. He said, oh, let me know when you get here. He said, by the way, there's, there's a real nice motel right down the road from my house. Bullshit. You didn't invite it in my house. Yeah, so that right there, you know, that's like what we do, you know, we break bread with our brothers. We look each other in the eye and, you know, break bread, sleep at each other's uh-huh. houses, you know, whatever it is. Um, but in the NSM, no, I very seldom uh, would I get the invitation when I was on the road to stay with anybody. You know, I think that wore off. Back when we had another clan organization with us, and we had uh, had, uh, clan members coming up from Texas, and they spent the night at my house. I fed them steak and uh, twice baked potatoes and fucking salad. And, and, uh, you know, we we all sat in the living room because there was too many of them. I mean, you know, I mean, we all sat at the table, but I just had, my kitchen wasn't big enough, you know. um, I wasn't worried about a single one of those those brothers ripping me off because, you know, I got two pit bulls. I mean, all the pit bulls, but you tell you, yeah, such a fantastic stuff for me. But, but anyway. Well, I bet that half uh, family boy liked those guys, too. 
Yeah, man, they were they they were good as gold. I tell you what, Mister Hat, being as small as he was, that motherfucker ate a one pound steak, half a pound of potato salad, and a goddamn full plate of fucking salad. That's a perfect example of uh, of good white people leaving uh, uh, honorable people. Uh, they, they, the, the UKA was their last stop. We we offered them to come with us. They said no. They said uh, this is our last stop. We're not getting taken by another white power group. They're they're done. They're just going to be independent white power people. I, I couldn't believe it. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And and, and I, yeah, that happens a lot with these people. They uh, I mean they they call into these websites and stuff to these different groups like the NSM. It's a paper membership, like you said, RJ. They come there, they look around, and fuck, that's not for me. But some of them actually stick around thinking it's going to change, and, and they, they use the shit out of them and, until there's nothing, they, you know, dried up, and then, and then they just kick them to the curb, and, and, and then they don't want to join no white power group when really they some of them might have made good Aryan Nation members, but a lot of them will never join another group again in their life. Why would you say that? Because, you know, I mean, you know, my, my house is small, but, you know, I put the hats, uh, you know, hat, junior hat, senior had to sit, you know, sleep on the same bed, but they got up, they said, man, that bed was the most comfortable bed we slept on in years. I'm like, man, this is my fucking spare bed, my spare bedroom, you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, but, you know, uh, I tried to provide the best for what, you know, what I could do for the conditions and how many people I had. And, uh, I told him, I said, oh, yeah, you know, guys, don't wear your cuts and shit. And uh, there was one individual that had his fucking, uh, his cook-luck clank cut on, and the goddamn male lady come up, and she was scared as fuck. <laughs> I'm like, Dave, what did I fucking tell you? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm hoping I got a new male lady. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, but, I mean, dude, there's a difference between other organizations, other organizations preach the good word. We break bread with our brothers, and we are the good word. Any of my brothers, regardless of who it is in our organization, can come down to my house anytime and spend any amount of time in my house. No questions asked. Well, you know, J.D., I think one of the strangest things I ever saw when I first joined the NSM, we finally got him to change that. Was Scoop would never uh, sleep under the same roof as the general membership. If we were out of state doing a rally or something like, for instance, I'll bring up in uh, in Madison, Wisconsin, when we had the big rally up here, we all had a motel, and Scoop was sequestered himself down the road about three miles away from us. He and his little bodyguards. Now, later on in life, I understood why. Because he could do weird little things away from the general membership that they wouldn't see, you know. But uh, for the longest time, he would never be with them, you know. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so when you're talking about a, a, a leader, if... Uh, if if our leader said, you know what, well, uh, we're going on this trip, and you guys are going to stay at this motel, and but I'm going to stay over here at this motel, <laughs> I, 
I'd have to go like, why? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Don't you love us anymore, boss? You know? Well, I mean, Brother RJ, I mean, we, we both stayed in the hotel room, uh, same hotel room, you know, at the last conference, right across the, the room. Yeah, I mean, we were like right across the, like the, the freaking hallway from yeah. each other. Yeah. Yeah. You know, our, our, our um, you know, I, if I go down to the boss's house, uh, if the bottom bedroom is available, you know where I'm at. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. Big time. Yeah. If he if he ain't home and Desi's home, I'm gold. You know, I'll just camp out. Yeah, do do my thing. You know, he'll be home sooner or later. You know, but uh, yeah, it's not. A lot of organizations are not like that. They don't care where you stay, what you're doing, who you're doing it with. You know, I remember years and years ago being in California before I moved back home to Wisconsin. And I went to a Klan rally out there, Brother J.D., and I, I was a younger guy back then, and a lot of the young members said, hey, could you give us a ride home? And I said, go ahead and pile in my Cadillac. I'll give you guys all a ride home. As I'm giving them a ride home, do you think you could stop by so-and-so's house? We need to pick something up real quick. I said, sure. As I'm getting directions from them, the neighborhoods are getting darker and darker. We pull up in front of a house that's got a shitload of monkeys sitting on the porch. Lo and behold, they ran up there. They came back. And I said, what the fuck was that all about? And they said, well, uh, we don't like to say it, but we had to pick up some dope from these fucking, from these niggers, right? And I'm going like, let's see. Your dad runs the clan in California. You guys are Klansmen. I'm here visiting. You're going to take the nigger section of town and go buy heroin? What the fuck is wrong with this picture? Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I mean, you yeah. know, I, we can cut on we can cut on the NSL all night long. It's just not them. It's you know, there are a lot of groups out there that are no longer here that don't need to be here anymore. You know, that have outlived their usefulness. Uh, they should have been gone. Someone still here that should have been gone years ago. You know. Right. And they keep rolling over the same old propaganda. Oh, God, yeah. I'm tired of the same old diatribes. I've never... It's the same old shit year after year, Mel. You know that. Yeah. And and that, that's what we call just spinning your wheels. I mean, their website sets still. Um, their propaganda's flipped over and over and over and over. I mean, you could... You read it so many times, you could say it by heart. Uh, every bit of it, and uh, not with us. I mean, we constantly update, and every year we update our constitution. Every year we update all of our stipulations. I mean, there's a lot of work to being part of the citizen goal, and uh, it's like you said, RJ. It's not just handed to you. You got to work your way up. That's right. You got to work my way up. In the NSM, I thought it was a worthwhile organization. I found out different. I was misled. I should have got out a hell of a lot sooner, but didn't know where I wanted to really go. And then I came to the souls, and I started off at the bottom of the pile here, and here I am, you know, uh, with the... Uh, Brothers there, with, man. I mean, you probably had a couple of good guys that you 
one would kind of sometimes, and uh, uh, you don't want to leave them behind. Like you said, you traveled all around to see these guys, and by the time you revisited them, it's like, man, I don't know if I'm, you know, I really do like these guys that much. Yeah. And, uh, you know, some of those guys, Mel, I couldn't believe it. Like I told J.D. and I told everybody here, I'd, get to the, I'd be a day out from their house. Say, I will be at your house tomorrow. Well, don't bother showing up. I'm no longer an NSM member. Don't need you at my house. Well, Let's see. Yeah, be- he, you traveled that far, uh, and he's no longer a brother. Wouldn't he still consider you a friend and stop on in? Or was he just a fake motherfucker the whole time? Well, that's like some of them, I think, were, you know, uh, maybe an agent provocateur, um, uh, just wanted to be in the NSM so they could say they were a fucking Nazi, you know? They didn't want to be a nationalist. Unless they wanted to be a Nazi, you know? time I guess uh, guys that are uh, you know getting emails from people and stuff and or little clubs that are involved you know, up around here that are a little bit established and stuff like that and I tell them hey I don't care what you say uh, this is the address to where I'm at and where I'll be at and if you'd like to come and see me because I'm no longer gonna come and see you people you know you got to show me something uh, and you're right. not that far away 70 miles, 100 miles away from me, then make the effort. Come and see me, you know. The door, the door to the shop will be open. Beer's in the icebox. Uh, there's probably a bottle of Yagi in there right along next to the bottle of Jack. We'll sit down and discuss life and see if you're a good fit for this organization. And 90% of the time, I never hear back from them again, you know. Right. Uh, but, and the bad part is, is scoop. It, you know, oh, God, yeah, send us our 25 or $30, whatever it is now, and we'll make you a member. You're breaking up, Mel. Yeah, Mel, Mel's in a hole. You must be in the hills, Mel. <laughs> uh, but you know what I mean, J.D. I, so many organizations out there, if you're you know, not interested in us, use your common sense, folks. Pick one, study them, get to know them. Just don't send them in your freaking money and expect the best because that's not the way life goes. You know, nah. You can't break bread like, with your brothers, and you can't count on your brothers. I mean, you know, I mean, brother RJ, if I was anywhere near Wisconsin, within you know 200 miles, and said I was broken down, you'd be there as soon as you could. You know, I'd be there. Sam's or any of my other brothers. You know, 
Yeah, and see, that's it. That's the way we operate. You know, it's like uh, most of these other organizations, you can do what you want, and you call them up and say, man, I broke down. And they're going like, you're going to get everything but a helping hand. You're going to get advice on call AA or uh, AAA, I mean, uh, um, uh, call this, uh, you know, call the local gas station, dial 911. You get something other than a helping hand. You know. Right. The damn society, you know, when you're dealing white man to white man, you know. You know, and, and that was one thing on Blog Talk Radio on the NSN. They go, oh, well, the white power is supposed to stick up for the white power. But you know what? The white power can't even um, can't even uh, be there for the white power. You know, uh, at one time, yeah, we did fight for one for each other. And, uh, there was a reason for that we fought for each other because we, each other was on uh, on the same page. But you know, I, here I go again with the the, the the blog talk the blog talk radio show that the NSM put out on two twenty of twenty nineteen. It's on their on their website now. They said, uh, "Well, uh, you know, uh, we don't know." Uh, the second and third command said, "We don't know. We haven't received orders, or we don't know exactly what's going on." Uh, we haven't heard from the higher ups. Hmm. You're second and third command, and you don't know what the fuck is going on in your organization. You're in the wrong organization because I'm at, I'm at the not the bottom of the organization, but I sure am not at the top of the organization, and I know everything that's going on with my organization, and I put it on the website for those yeah. of you that are listening. Uh, I, I put it on a website. We have nothing to hide. No. Yeah. I, I can pretty I can pretty much tell, you know, just, you know, as we're sitting here and I'm talking to you guys, I know where damn near the brothers that I want to know where they're at. In my mind, I can just about where every one of you guys is right now and where you're going and what you're doing. And that way I have a mental picture, you know, if something happens, I say, okay, boom, you know. It's not like that in the NSM. Nobody, nobody knows who, what the fuck anybody else is doing in that organization, you know. Because yeah, there's not a up. good leader. There's not yeah. a good leader. <laughs> no. No, that's fucked up, man. And uh, and it, why would your brothers travel without other brothers expecting you to be at their house, knowing you're coming within your state? Are you here yet? I mean, really, our Constitution says when we're traveling, anybody in that state has to meet you at the state line and escort you through the state. Right. Yeah. Um, yep. And that's just—it's only right when your brother comes to the state. You're you're there to meet him and greet him and hug him and love him and bring him and give him dinner. You know, place to stay, lay his head. I mean, that's the least you could do after he's traveled hundreds of miles to come and see. You. Oh hell yeah, fuck yeah. You know, I'd be I'd be highly I'd be highly disappointed if. I went to Mel's house and nobody was there to hug and kiss me when I got there. (laughs) (laughs) 
Bert is got caught. <laughs> well, you know what I mean, guys. It's like, yeah, I've, I've, when I finally get somewhere and I finally land somewhere, it's, it's good to see a happy face. You know, if I'm going to Mel's house, um, when I finally get there, it's a good thing to see Mel's smiling face and his old lady and, um, and, and son Jesse and everybody. When mama's there on the computer, and you know, it's like walking into my own house in a way, you know, it's like, I'm going to yep. be there. I know what's going on, you know, it's like, hey, cool, you know. Yeah, that's the way it's yeah, you, That's a true motherhood. I mean. Yeah. That's the way it's supposed to be. That, that's true white power. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's about a brotherhood if you come to see me and. You can't come to my house, and I'll meet you in town for 10 or 15 minutes, and then i got to go. Well, yeah. you know, people, people have a, 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 a definition, of, an untrue definition of white power. White power is not a papership membership. White power is a, uh, well, I can't help you out because I'm going shopping, or I don't know you. You're you're not part of my organization because, you know, I've never heard of you, or, or whatever. You know, white power is actually breaking bread with your brothers and, hey, your brothers are invited to your house anytime. I don't care if it's an inconvenience to me or anybody else. Hey, if I'm not home, guess what? I'll fucking cut you on, on where the key is and what the pit bull's names are. <laughs> I mean, seriously. And I guarantee you the pit bulls, as long as you tell them, hey, such and such and such and such, sit down, here's some treats, they'll let you in. No. Uh, you know, but I mean, come on, man. I mean, you know, there's so many people out there that are so fake. We've dealt with them, we've put up with them, we've, we've had plagiarism from every aspect in every corner and then you know I listen to blog talk radio and I was like I, I'm just dumbfounded that the fucking second and third command in command of the NSM has no idea other than the fact that they're under control of a nigger they have no idea they're, they're uh, uh, what was their wording um they have faith in their leadership. Are you yeah. fucking kidding me? Hey, second and third in command of your uh, of the NSM. Why don't you see who Joanna Shoup is? Why don't you see the half breeds of Jeff Shoup's family? Half breeds. Why don't you see that? Why don't you just come to our fucking page and look at it? It's there. It's there for you to see. It's been there for you to see for five years. Yeah. If you, if, if you are that dumb, second and third in command, and I don't give a fuck who you are, you could tell me to fuck off right now, but I'm going to tell you to fuck off right now because you're mere, mere stupidity. The mere stupidity of following a fucking crackhead. A narcissist. Yeah. Somebody that that's, is out of reality. And that's that's their leadership, basically. You know? 
Yeah. If you, if you go, and the, and the reason I use uh-huh. the term narcissist with Jeff Scoop is I was just at his website, at the NSM website the other day, and I went over to Jeff Scoop. He has his own commander's blog page on the on their website. If you want to see Five. a motherfucker bragging about themselves and they're uh, uh, – uh, bringing the accolades to the forefront for everybody to see. Um, go to his, uh, go to the commander's blog site on the NSM page sometime, and he uh, he will let you know exactly everything he's done. And he even has his own uh, uh, link on there of all of the uh, uh, what do you IMB that he's done for uh, stuff. Uh, you can even go see all the filming he's done. And basically, it's fucking uh, interviews he's done with nigger organizations and this and that. But he's so proud of everything he's done, and he has to let you know about it, you know. If you have to let people know what you've done, if they don't know for themselves and they can't look at you and tell what you've done that you're a proud white motherfucker, uh, you got to bring it to their attention, then you're not everything you said you were, you know, far from uh, hey, uh, hey, you guys, hey, you guys want to, everybody out there in the world, you want you want to know what, what we've done? You don't want what we've done with the Jew media? You know what we've done with the media overseas? We've turned every single one of them motherfuckers down. We don't do media because we have nothing to prove. We have yeah. nothing to lie about. And, you know, I was just talking to New Zealand last night, and, and uh, Savage wanted to be on here, and I, I lost my uh, password for VC, so I couldn't get a hold of him. Uh, oh, but anyway, VK, they, uh, they brought up the uh, uh, NSM brought up the VK, so you might want us to get on the VK and see what the NSM's talking about now. Maybe that's a uh, a hidden site that nobody else knows about, but VK, they're on. And uh, they're talking about VK this and VK that. And I'm like, well, really? Uh, we found out quite a bit of fucking bullshit on VK. I guess they do. Uh, that's like, a, uh, you know, social internet. Everybody's a keyboard warrior on there. I mean, they're really tough in their grandma's basement. We've talked about that in the past. That just seems to be what the VK is. I mean, everybody there's from out of the country. I mean, it's a Russian-run uh, website, so I can imagine where, uh, uh, you know, they're probably hacking. Once you go there, it hacks your computer. Not mine. Mine, uh, actually, when you... And this is another thing, guys. Um, if you go to the Statistic Souls Motorcycle Club's webpage, website, feel free. It is. It, it's SL. It, it's SSL certified. You go to you go to the NSM webpage. Malware bites. It blocked Trojans. Many Trojans on the uh, NSM website. So I'm thinking um, they've already filtered over to Antifa and the government because, I mean, I've never had, you know, that quite that many Trojans try to come into my computer, but 
you know, everything was blocked by, you know, malware bites, which, you know, you know, which is a good thing. But, I mean, yeah, it came up as a Trojan horse and this, this, and that. And I'm like, wow. Now I'm just trying to listen to blog talk radio, you know what I mean? Which, you know, just trying to get some info. And, um, you know, and, and I was just kind of appalled that they don't have SSL certificates on their webpage. Yeah. Oh. They they don't they don't even protect the people that look at their web page. That's bullshit. Where we the, the people who look at our web page are protected. It's probably the government who's uh, paying to allow them to to uh, put Trojans on their website so they can uh, see what kind of people look at his website and then dig in their computers and see what they're looking at and and what type of stuff they're doing on you know, with their pictures and everything. Oh, yeah, kind of like Bradley Jenkins with the United Clans of America. <laughs> oh, yeah, Scan Complete. Awesome. Ah, oh, Malware Bikes just came up with Scan Complete. No threats. Ha, <laughs> ha, bitches. Tom Metzger did that, too, when he went to uh, prison. He handed over his website to the feds, and, and all those people that were calling in trying to get into the war website and everything, and uh, emailed him, all those emails and everything of his membership all went to the Fed. Right. Yeah. Uh, we protect our members, obviously. I mean, you know, the paper membership between the NSM and, you know, supposedly an astronomical amount of people, according to a fucking nigger, is, is saying 50 million. Bullshit. I'm calling bullshit on that. Maybe yeah. 400. They're lucky if they got five. They're lucky if they got 500 worldwide. You know. Yeah, exactly. They got the ADL, the SPLC. They got many other organizations, uh, and I'm not talking about. Uh, SPLC and ADL, they got many other organizations that I guess they got them all full because they're, I mean, come on, man, really? And then this, this fucking nigger gets you know, the hold of their organization and gets a Swazi off their flag and then turns around two years later and takes over the organization under Jeff Shoup's command. And um, second and third in command don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't call that white power organization. I call that fucking a monarchy. Sounds like you're just passing the buck. Once they've been found out, nobody wanted to know that the nigger was in charge. But uh, before that, they probably had a meeting and everybody agreed on it because troops said that's what we're going to do. I'm wondering uh, to myself. Well, they have not had official. They have not had the official word. They know that um, the filing of in. And whatever the hell it is, um, Michigan or whatever, they got it right here somewhere. Um, the filing of the paperwork of, of the NSM uh, is uh, uh, paperwork. Uh, I just wonder how much you got paid. Yeah, he fired a couple of attorneys, and I'd just like to know what he got paid by the SPLC to hand that over to the nigger. 
Yeah, no shit, huh? That just goes to show with some white power leaders, everything has its price. Not in this group. Well, Bradley Jenkins didn't want you to get the... uh, Mel, remember uh, Bradley Jenkins didn't want you to get a book. He wanted you to download uh, the Klan Craft book off the website, which had a Trojan fucking horse. I got Trojan with it. I didn't even know it for the longest time, and then uh, I got that new security system on my computer, and it, it pinpointed it right out. And this, these, this security system is so good, you can just call the tech any time. He got on there. I didn't know what to do with it. It was telling me right where it was at. You have to go to that file, delete it, and delete it out of your uh Recycle bin so it's no longer in your computer and it's gone. That right. But you just have to know what file it came in on. Oh, I mean, you have to catch it. That's what the security's for to catch it and stop it before it comes in. But I mean, if you knew where it came, if you didn't have no files at all on your computer and you downloaded one file, well, you, and you got a virus, then you'd know where it came from. If you got several on there and then all of a sudden you found out you had one, you'd have to delete everything and start all over. That's why it's what right. they call crashing the computer. It's it's not that your computer crashes. It's just you gotta crash it to wipe all of them uh, Trojans and shit out of your computer and then it wipes it clean like a brand new computer, but you gotta go reinstall like your social media sites and your apps and everything back on it because it just starts you off fresh like a brand new computer out of the box. Right. Well, you know, Bradley Jenkins is another joke in the in the, the so-called white power movement. He's right there with Jeff Shoup. Uh But yeah, he, he basically made all his members download the, the Crank Craft uh, book off the internet, which had a Trojan, which is part of the government, I'm sure, because uh, Bradley Jenkins is nothing but a snake within a snake. I, I, that's the best way I can explain to him. I, RJ, do you have a better analogy of Bradley Jenkins? <laughs> other, than being a weak, other than being a weak piece of shit who would not meet me in fucking Alabama to go fucking face-to-face and toe-to-toe, not much. Dang, <laughs> Brother, if you called me up and said, hey, we need to meet up to go face-to-face and tell tell, I'm not showing up. Well, actually, he had sent me while I was down in uh, Alabama looking for one of the (laughs) NSF members who turned out to be in the hospital. He was missing an accident, and we couldn't figure out where this guy was at. We thought something heinous happened to him, right? So I go down there, and I'm in Bessemer, Alabama, where this guy was located. And prior to that, I had stopped in Georgia and talked to a girl. Unbeknownst to me, she was Bradley Jenkins' paramour, other than his wife. Right? When he, I was talking to his, uh, his, his, for lack of a better word, his side hoe. He, he actually called me out, and I said, "Well, I'm at a, I'm surrounded by a bunch of niggers at a fucking." At a uh, Motel 6 down here in Bessemer, and another white face would be a good thing. Come on down. They can watch me kick the shit out of you. 
and he never bothered me. Brother, we could have made millions off that YouTube video. You were jerking off his fucking prosthetic leg and beating the shit out of him with it. Beating the dog shit out of him with it, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, hell yeah. I mean, him and his prosthetic that, Yeah, that's when I was still with the NSM that I told him that. You know, I wasn't fond of him back then. I, um, And then his paramour, she came to his defense because I, uh, when she called me up and asked what Bradley was up to, I said, well, you're, you're a fucking grasshopper here. Well, what's a grasshopper? And I explained what a grasshopper was that, how he had been in so many different groups and so many in such a short period of time. Oh, he's not a grasshopper. He's not a, oh, and she hated me and wanted to beat me up. It was like, I had more faith in her kicking my ass than I did in Bradley Jenkins kicking my ass. I wrote a recent article on the website and, um, you know, and it, it, it had a lot of truth to it. Uh, Bradley Jenkins did get caught in Pastor Butler's um, private office uh, trying to steal Pastor Butler's membership, so he got his hand caught in the cookie jar, um, you know, trying to steal membership because he couldn't, he couldn't make membership of his own. He had to try to steal Pastor Butler's membership, so, you know, and... Um, yeah, it might have been a rant, but I think it was a decent article. I mean, I've had better articles, but I think it was a yeah. decent article. I mean, I can write a better article. Um, that's not a problem. Uh, but, you know, at the same time, I was pretty pissed with uh, the mere fact that, you know, what what Jenkins did. Yeah. Well, you know, Mel, when we were down there, and I've, I've told this story before, Bradley Jenkins' true colors came out. I didn't know at the time when he was asking me this, as we were crossing the field, and we were all there, you know, the souls were all down there for their thing. Bradley and I are crossing the field. I did not know at that point that his son had been busted for dealing narcotics outside in a school zone, right? And I did not know... Um, at what length Bradley Jenkins would go later on to get his son out of trouble. But as we're crossing the field, he's trying to explain to me, and he's another one like Scoop, that's why I bring this up. He's trying to explain to me, could I please talk to the boss, because I have the boss's ear, that he was dealing with uh, uh, black groups trying to keep uh, drugs from being dealt in school zones, right? And I told him, Bradley, you don't deal with niggers. Well, that's what the boss told me, too. But maybe he'll listen to you. I said, I'm not even going to approach Dennis with that fucking idea. You're on your fucking own. You know, so as that was the last time I seen Bradley Jenkins and probably the last time I wanted to see Bradley Jenkins. If you're going to deal with niggers, you're nothing better than a nigger, you know? Right. <clears throat> well, I mean, prior to his uh, joining, why, why do I have an echo, man? I call him fucking in. Um, hold on, let me uh, get myself here. Uh, yeah, is that better? No. Yeah, turn your face on. 
Okay, well, uh, can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Okay, well, let me mute myself. Okay, is that better? Oh, that's a bunch better. Okay, well, I mean, you know, we were we were at the compound, and um, you know, I didn't I didn't uh, really want to believe the great great street crips and i didn't want to believe um that you know uh i i thought it might have been like a, a pre-recorded dubbed conversation that that news uh put it out there that you know he wanted to help the great street crips because uh you know the uh the bloods were going to come in and kill this motherfucker and uh and, and bradley jenkins is at the compound with his little hitman not Mel, you were there. And he's like, well, that boy was scared. I'm like, what? He goes, well, yeah, you know, the other day a preacher, you know, a black preacher came up to me and uh, Muslims are trying to take over his church. So I th- I told him that uh, we'll, we'll, we'll come in there and we'll sit in the front row and you let the Muslims come in, come in and we'll deal with them. I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm like, uh, you, you, you're the imperial wizard of the United Clans of America, and you're going to help out niggers? What? All right. I, I, and, and, I mean, I was, I was so sick to my stomach, I'm like, this is prior to me knowing that he was kicked out of the compound, escorted off the compound of Pastor Butler, and caught with the cookie jar, caught in Pastor Butler's, you know, office trying to sell membership. And I'm like, you want to do what? And um, I, I mean, I now I was sick to my stomach. I'm like, no, hell no. And then you guys went to a cross lighting where he was talking about helping niggers, and Jennifer Giffen gets up there and goes, we don't fucking help no niggers. That's right. Well, you know, guys, I'm I'm over here as, as we're talking. I'm over here at the SPL site, and I just brought up Matt Ham Matt Heimbach's name. Yeah. And this is an interest. This is a quote from Matt Heimbach. It says, "Over the weekend, Heimbach signed on to be director of community outreach for the Detroit-based neo-Nazi group. It's a role, according to Heimbach." will put him in a position to meet with a variety of groups, including communities of color and prisoners, inform communities to discuss the environment and other issues. The goal is to this. He's setting it up. He knew just by these words, he's setting it up. The goal is to move beyond mere rallies and connect with the public, both white folks and people of color, in an engaged manner. Right. So fucking, yeah. Heimbach fucking knew. Well, didn't I uh, didn't I put that on our group chat that uh, we need to get a hold of Heimbach because that guy had a big mouth? Oh yeah. Okay, well. so now now the NSM is right there with Bradley Jenkins, and so they are. Uh, um, I. They, brothers and sisters uh, within the United States and across the world, uh, we just had another. 
uh, organization that, you know, we've known for a long time that plagiarized our website. Now we have another organization that has fallen on their face and is in control of the, uh, of, of the Negro and the Jews. And that is a National Socialist Movement under Jeff Shoup. Would that be a fair analysis, uh, Brother RJ? That would be a very good analysis of what's happening right now. You know, they sold, they sold their fucking souls to the fucking niggers and the Jews, you know. So, you know, oh, in, my in, God. The words of a, in the words of a wise man, it's let the dead bury the fucking dead at this point, you know. <laughs> Uh, Brother RJ, when I when I uh, you know I I uh, emailed or I texted you a couple times, and you do have the keys to the kingdom. And uh, what I would like, if you have time for it, brother, because I know your time is very valuable, is for you to write the article and for just me for you to, for me to show you how to use the website to write that article. And I think your article will be the best of all time. You have the knowledge of the NSM. You have the knowledge. I mean, how many years have you actually been in the white power movement? Twenty-five plus. Oh God, I started off uh, uh, where I'm located. People think you know because we have a professional football team, we're not racist. Um, people remember that back in the day, just because we had the Green Bay Packers up here. People got to remember that in the off season, the niggers had to move out of Green Bay whether they played for the Packers or not. Here's your shit. Here's your pick. Get the fuck out of town until the fucking season starts. And so basically, I've, I've been doing this with right in. Oh, God. I was probably 13 or 14 years old, and I'm 23 now. It's been a so few would you years. Be willing, so would you be willing to, uh, you know, uh, you have the keys to the kingdom. Would you be willing to write an article as far as the NSM? And, I mean, I've written many articles, and um, I think it needs a fresh fresh face, a fresh write-up. I could probably write up a little something from my brother, J.D., and uh, get it get it up there for the I haven't, I haven't been over the in a while. I promise not to push the wrong button. <laughs> no, brother. What, what I want to do is I just want to direct you on how to use it, and I want you to write the article. That's yeah. all. I could write it, and you can post it. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. I will, you, will, you will write the article. You will put your own pictures on there, and you will post it. I'm just going to show you the way. <laughs> you know, last time I was there, goofing off on my own. <laughs> yeah, you got caught. <laughs> yeah, I told Mel, I said, I said, Mel, that wasn't me, man. Somebody trying to hack the fucking webpage. Ah, uh, brother RJ, stop do it. <laughs> yeah, I was like one of the candy store. I wonder what happens if you push this button here, and I push that button there. Oh, I don't think I wanted to push that button. <laughs> oh, no, bro. Uh, I mean, it, it's very simple. I mean, I'll even clear off a piece of, uh, of the blog of the blog site. I'll move everything down for you. I'll give you plenty of room. Mm. Uh-huh. 
you just tell me when you want to ride it. I'll tell you how to get on there and what to do. And you can put your own pictures up. I'm sure you got plenty of pictures of the NSM. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> oh yeah. You, you see, you you got a lot more than I do. And 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 um, I think it would do justice to the website. I've been trying to get the boss on there to write up something, but the boss is busier than fuck, as well as I. Almost over. I put a rant on there, as Corey said, you know, and and Corey's right. I was pissed, and and I I repeated myself, and um, but you know, uh, brother Ed is like, oh, you hit the fucking nail on the head, but you know, not a lot of people know that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what you could put on the website, not a lot of people know. You know, a lot of it I've discussed tonight, but there are things that I didn't. I had a few notes to myself, and I just left them off tonight. I just thought it was um, uh, unbecoming of me to inappropriate or unbecoming of me to fucking bring light to some people that don't really need the light shed on them anymore. You know. Let them right. do what they want. Yeah. They're gone. They're dead. They're whatever, you know. But, uh, yeah, I can write something up, J.D., and get it out there. <laughs> well, I mean, um, you know, I'd be willing to, I mean, I'd be willing and more than happy to, uh, uh, I, I will give you, I'll, I'll make a space tonight or tomorrow and, uh, you, know, you know, bring everything down and, We'll get together and kumbaya, and you could get on the website and write your article and post pictures, upload pictures, you know, via the website, because you do have the keys to the kingdom. We didn't make this, uh, we didn't make this, uh, you know, a total anarchy where I only have the keys to the kingdom. Not only do I have the keys to the kingdom, you have the keys to the kingdom, Mel has the keys to to the kingdom and the boss has the keys to the kingdom. Right. So, but I mean, I, I would love more than anything, brother, because you are the absolute, I don't know how to put this, expert on the NSM, and now you just put it in plain English. The uh, Matt Highback with the Jewish girlfriend that's already on the website that he's going to be the, uh, the the media connoisseur to unite the whites and blacks. Oh my fucking god! The NSM didn't fall, really? I think that the, that blog talk video show that I kind of wing through number two and number three I'm calling you full of fucking shit my name is SSJD you got a fucking problem with it you get on the statistical website you go under contact you go under SSJD you put your little complaint there and I'll contact you back if it's interesting enough well you know JD I think uh that that article by Heimbach was uh, from back in uh, September of 2018, uh, where he said, you know, they're going to start working with, in his position, start working with people of color and stuff. Um, the funny part is, if uh, you go over 
to the NSM now, or I, I did read somewhere where I believe Heimbach has been taken off of their website now. I don't believe he's any he's he's a member of the NSM anymore. So I'm wondering myself at I'm wondering to myself at this point if he uh, overstated, you know, in an interview with the the uh, SPLC their intentions, and they just said "fuck you," shut your mouth, go away, or if they just didn't uh, agree with what he was saying, or so it's 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 going to be interesting. I'm in fact. Well, we're talking. I'm just going to go there and look real quick, but I know Heimbach is not <laughs> anymore. You know. And they so. got one, two, three, four, five people just on call. Yeah. 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 You know, I, and I think a lot of the times, you know, when you look at uh, when I go over to the. Uh, NSM's website, and you look under contacts, and you go state to state, and you go like national offices and stuff like that. There is just nobody there anymore. Right. Um, they have a problem filling positions. My position, when I left them as a major, as far as uh, controlling all of the storm stormtroopers worldwide, uh, that office has never been brought back after I left. Oh, no shit. Yeah, it never, uh, I was the last one to ever fill that off. Um, Here's 417, uh, is that is that Corey? I don't know if that's Corey or if that's uh, Terry. Corey was on when the beginning of the show, I think it is him. Yeah, push star six to unmute yourself. Uh, and Corey, you there? Look, yeah, there, there is no more community. He works on uh, shift. He might be in the shower. Yeah, he might be going, getting ready to go to work. But, uh, yeah, there's no more uh, director of community outreach listed at the uh, MSM website. So Heimbach, I'm assuming, made that statement to the SPLC. And that didn't settle well with Scoop, and he's no longer a member of the NSM. You know, but uh, well, I mean, I, he's I, not much of a leader if he's second and third in command. I mean, you could go on the NSM website right now. They got a blog talk uh, radio show that they posted on uh, two twenty of twenty nineteen, and basically they said that. Uh, uh, they know about the, uh, you know, the uh, the court paper filing, but they didn't haven't heard from their leadership as far as what was going on. But they're going to continue to do what they do. And I'm just like, well, what the fuck are you talking about, man? Because in my leadership, we have a sadistic six, we have a council, we have uh, we have all this shit in line to where I might be the last one to know, but I'm gonna know before a radio show. Yeah. Well it's just that he he has no uh he has nobody that advises him really. Um it's just like you might suggest something to Jeff Scoop. He'll say he'll tell you he'll take it under consideration. 
and that's the last you'll ever hear of it, you know. Um, yeah. I've called him several times while I was with him. He'd make an, uh, an, an edict about, oh, like, for instance, when they were going to do the, um, right before they were going to do the uh, the March on Washington, uh, every everything was so up in the air, and they wanted to look pretty for their March in Washington. So and that's when they changed into their black shirts, their uniforms. Uh, everybody wanted to be on the same page. And the next rally after that, everybody was back to wearing whatever the hell they wanted to. And I asked Jeff Scoop, I said, hey, you're the one who brought the edict out about everybody wears this. This is our street uniform from now on for rallies. No, I didn't. I sent him a text message said, or an email said, here, here's your words right here, asshole. Oh, I guess I did say that, didn't I? Yeah. He can't remember what he says from day to day, for fuck's sake, you know. So, yeah, it'll be a little JD, I'll, I promise you that. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I know, I know that you have, uh, all, you know, all the insight as far as the NSM, and you can write the best article of all articles on the website, map pictures and everything else, and it's not, it's not hard, you know, I mean, Fred Bennett's not like it was rocket science. If I could do it, anybody could do it. Even Mel can do it. I mean, Mel, I mean, even Mel's kid can do it. I mean, it's not that hard. I mean, Brooke could do it. I mean, yeah. Did you want to throw up some pictures of, uh, did you want me to throw up some pictures of their state leader when she was uh, in the bondage, into the bondage thing with with a hookup around? You you could do whatever you want. I'm going to give you a range. I mean, you want to talk about embarrassing? There's what you want advertising your party. You know, your your membership is a some broad meat hook up her ass and a dildo in her mouth. You know, oh my God, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, and it, and I hate to put it in terms like that, but that's what it was. It was gross, actually. Um, you know. Uh, so, and, uh, but she seemed she seemed to be enjoying it. Yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> I guess what what wouldn't you know what I mean? I I, I don't know, man. Hey, Mel. Yeah. You know what used to scare me about that porno Nazi was she always used to tell me I like older men. <laughs> oh no! Oh yeah. yeah, she scared yeah. me. Yeah, she was all in that bondage. It sounds like. Yeah, she scared me. <laughs> Take you home and tie you up, and never beat her and shoot him again. Like Interpol picked your ass up or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. And the sad, the sad part was, her she later on went to be the. Uh, agent provocateur against the NSM too, you know, uh, which was, they called her, I want to say they called her uh, Access Sally or something stupid, you know, like the old World War II Access Jane, or they called her like Access Jane or something like that, I forget what it was, the modern yeah. version of Access Sally, and uh, oh yeah, she, she went on quite a few sites and uh, gave out uh, personal information about the NSM and its 
its inner workings and stuff like that. And she talked to the SPLC, the ADL, whoever listened to her, JDL, whoever listened to that bitch, she talked to them. You know. Yeah, that's yeah, some was, of those dumb shit. Uh, yeah. They're funny. Uh, they get goofy. I bet she probably had a uh, crush on him or she liked Swoop and then got kicked to the curb and, and then that's when she went fucking nuts. Fucking nuts. <laughs> all right. And all the girls, all, and Scoop isn't, uh, I'll tell you what, Scoop has no uh, taste when it comes to women. Uh, his motto is uh, 18 to 80, blind cripple look crazy. If they got a hole, he's got a pole. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's my motto, actually, but he takes it to the extreme. He is. I've seen him go into a motel room with some of the ugliest dogs in the world. Oh, my God. And this is while he's married, you know. Yeah, Jeff, if you're listening, I said that. It was while you were fucking married, you fucking asshole. But, uh, you know, so. <laughs> See, that's that's you why you'd make, the, you'd make the best fucking conversation on the, on the fucking website. <laughs> you know, um, it's, it's, it's to me, if you have to cheat on your wife, guys, you know, when you're married and stuff like that, I ain't, you know, what can I say? I'm not a, a, I'm not a prince. I'm not an angel, but geez, you know, divorce them first or something. Or, or one time cheating is one thing, but when you're somebody like Jeff Scoop and you're just constantly using your power, your position of power, I should say, to lure in young unsuspecting uh, females so you can have a little sex, that's a whole different thing, you know. Yeah, it's disgusting, man. I mean, <clears throat> you know, uh, you know, if you cheat on your wife first time, shame on you. Second time, shame on her. You know, third time, shame on both of you. It's time to get divorced. Yeah. Well, hell yeah. You know. And that was one of the things that, um, and I'm not even speaking on a turn as one of the things that Joanna Scoop, in her conversation with the SPLC, mentioned that Jeff was cheating on her constantly, even while she was going through her breast cancer surgeries and stuff, you know. And I thought to myself, that's really a low point when your wife has breast cancer, she's being treated, and you're off banging some other broad, you know. Yeah, that's a bunch of bullshit. Real man would have supported his wife, you know, going through such such a, uh, you know, bad part of her life. The thing I can't understand, J.D., is for all of his indiscretions, infidelities, lies to his membership, deceitful fucking moves he's made, his narcissism and his greed, how this man continually gains membership. Uh, it's it's got to be the only thing I can I've ever put it down to is every six months they have a turnover every six months, and that's not the kind of membership you need. Oh well, you know we'll get we'll get fresh members. We don't care about quality. We just want quantity. We want that money rolling in. You know. Um, that's all it is. 
what are the exact opposite of the animation just to sell both sexual love? I mean, we want we want quality and not quantity. I mean, right. you go into a fight. I mean, you, you go in a fight with fifty men strong, and and uh, you know, uh, you go in with fifty men strong, and and forty five of them won. What do you got? You got five men standing up against whatever the fuck you were facing. Hell yeah. That's good. Yeah, I mean, you go sister to this is so foul. You go in with 50 men strong, you ain't got one motherfucker that's going to run. They're all, we're all going to stand up and fight. No matter if we're outnumbered two to one, three to one. Hey. I'll take We're I'll take Mel I'll take Mel with me any day. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of them. And you back me up in a corner, I'm gonna fuck you up. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Mel Mel knows what I'm talking about. But I'll take him with me any day. Oh yeah, I know about. It. I know. I heard about you holding up a goddamn fucking thirty forty people on a, on a rail and. He turned around and Mel started kicking fucking people. I'd have done the same fucking thing, man. It's just had to, had to kick them off of me. They were on top of my ass. Yeah. <laughs> many years. But it was fun. But any you know, of your yeah. brothers would do that. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah. seriously, we we all have each other's back, and that's the difference between. Other organizations, I guess, in our organization, I you know, I don't I don't know how better to put it. Oh yeah, well, gentlemen, it is nine o'clock. As my yeah. parting, as my parting shot to the NSM, I'll say, be expecting my website uh, article. I'm sure they'll love it, and. Uh, Maybe I'll go to their blog, which I'm still a member of, <laughs> and I'll advertise our website over there. <laughs> oh, that'd be classic. <laughs> well, let me know, bro, because um, you know I I, I got to be at work at noon tomorrow, and then I, yeah, I mean, if you want to do this Monday, that's cool. I mean, uh, you, you, you let me know when you got time, and I'll try to make time for it. But All right. definitely, uh, I, I think it needs to be something to put on, especially after what you just read about Heimbach. I mean, come on, man, really? This has been shit in the workings in the second and third in command. It was on Blog Talk Radio on 220 of 19. Doesn't have a clue as what 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 is going on, but they believe in their leadership. Oh, shit. Well, you, you Well, that's what I said, brother. Uh, when I talked to my one contact who I thought was still in the NSM, he told me, he said, brother, I left the NSM a year ago because he'd seen the writing on the wall back then a year ago, and he wasn't liking it. And he was the second in command at the time. Right. So a year ago, he left. Uh, he knew what time of day it was. He's like the rest of us. He won't deal with it. He won't put up with it, you know. Um, so, but, uh, yeah. Mel, I have to ask you, how's your trip going, Mel? <laughs> oh.
What? I think we're down on the border of Arkansas and Missouri, and we're headed towards Tennessee. We got a late start. We didn't get out of town until 3 o'clock. We got four hours left in our ride. Uh, and I, I passed ah, through um, West Plains on my way out, and so uh, uh, I had to stop in and see Perry before I left town. And I left his house right before Talksu. I mean, we were getting down to the wire. I've got to go, Terry. i got to call. Uh, he might be on here tonight. I, don't, I can't see the page. Uh, I gave him the phone number and how to call in and everything. I don't know if he is or not. What's his, what would be his area code, Mel? Uh, I'm thinking he's under 417. Oh, well, I've been blocking his ass all night because I just keep getting feedback. <laughs> yeah, I'm on here, bro. I'm on here, guys. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I kept getting feedback from your fucking ass. I've been, I've been, I've been sitting here. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> yeah, I know you've been sitting there because I blocked you. <laughs> I wonder what happened there for a minute. Really good. Really good. Really good. Really good. Two hours, bro. Well, yeah, I was here, bro. I was, I was, I was here. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Well, four, I, I was talking to the and I was talking to the storm and nobody was talking. I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I did that too. <laughs> well, sorry, I didn't yeah. call in. I couldn't use. I mean, I, I used Mel's password and everything else to get in the to run the show, and and nobody could hear me. And you know, I I was like, fuck it, I'll just call in. And then you know, uh, whoever I got feedback from, uh, I just blocked them. And you were, I was getting feedback off you, and getting feedback off of Ed. And, uh, so I blocked Ed, and I guess Ed got pissed off and left, but okay. You know, when you get feedback. Hey, man, I stayed on. I was listening, bro. <laughs> it's been a real good show. I mean, we've had a real good show tonight. Uh, well, uh, Terry, you were actually, um, you were actually uh, where the, was one of the last leaders of the, um, uh, God damn it, what organization were you with? RWR and um, RWR failed in America, and now RWR is trying to come up in other or, other organizations within uh, yeah. outside fuck, the United States. And fuck RWR and her oh, woman-led no. fucking leader, fucking organization clown wagon. Okay, so now we have two. Now we now we have two different. We got Terry from RWR. We got uh, Brother RJ from uh, NSA, and both saying fuck that in organization. Well, Jesus Christ, people! Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, what was? <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, we're we're something unlike a like a a Facebook club. You know, what I mean, just. Never meeting nobody, you know. Just uh, send your money in. Uh, you're you're a member, you know. We're not like that here in the Black and Silver or the SSMC. You know, we meet, like you said earlier, we break bread, we you know, drink beer, 
you know, we share things together. First and foremost, we are our brother's keepers. What was that bra's name? Uh, Terry Chelsea something. She's the one who's trying to start the RWR up again. Uh, yeah, she goes She goes by so many fucking different names every other week. Yeah, <laughs> she always does. Yeah. Yeah, a little dyke-looking yeah. thing. Yeah. I told her I told her one time, I said, you know what? I said, I'll fuck it. <laughs> she got mad at me and blocked me after that. I told her on Facebook, though, I said, you know what you need to do is come over here, take that fucking RWR, stuff it up your ass, Get on the back of my bike, and maybe the wind will blow the wrinkles out of your fucking face. (laughs) (laughs) She blocked me after that and never talked to me again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think she tried to fool her thing. Yeah. Two, two, men, two different members from two different organizations, and basically, uh, yeah, they were the Black and Silver Solution. They found their homes. Uh, yeah. The only solution. You know, there's and only one Black. There's only one Black and Silver Solution. Many might mimic or, or you know, try to. Tried to fucking steal our shit, but we, we are the the one and only. Yeah, yeah, we've been plagiarized many and many times. Here we have. I'm just a boy tonight. Have me. We don't have more. Uh, listening in the uh, Hello, everybody there yet? Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, yeah, I'm here. I, I was waiting for uh, Terry to turn down his radio, whatever the hell he's got. Oh, yeah, I, I'm here. I ain't, I ain't got nothing on. All right, we're gonna back back off of somebody. Yeah, we are. There we are. Uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm just rolling right along here. I kept losing you guys. He was getting all crackly back there for a minute. Hey, are you in the van or are you in the, in, in the diesel? Me? Yeah. No, I'm in the minivan. I I lucked out on taking AC's truck. Uh, I she had his stuff in storage, and I didn't have to pick it up at her house. She's got stuff to do a meeting to go to for that company she works for. Uh, yeah, it, it was good seeing uh, brother Mel and sister Brooke tonight, man. That 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 was that was that's fucking that was fucking cool. Yeah. yeah, I know we. Had I know we just. I hadn't seen you in so long. Stop paying. 
Oh, yeah, this fucking weather, you never know what it's going to be from day to day. Oh, that was holding me back. I've been cooped up for a minute back there in the house, man. I, I, my road was a little ice. You really can't hardly go nowhere. Right. Oh, boy, guys, I'm going to get off here. I'm I'm uh, dozing off on you. Yeah, I'm going to jump my beer. Yeah, I know. Yo, Brookie. Yeah, I know. I want to go to sleep. Hi, Brookie. Brookie Bear, are you driving? Y'all be careful. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll play here just a minute. If my door's off on you guys, if you hear me snore, just wake me up. Well, I'm out of here. I got a good job. JD, I'll get a week. We'll figure it all out. Do it now, bro. Do it now, bro. It's good talking to you, brother. Hell, victory. Now, uh, what was that, RJ? Oh, I said uh, I wanted to call it a night, too. I'm, I got an early day tomorrow, but uh, let's get together this weekend, and we'll figure out what we want to do with that article on the on the webpage then. Okay. Hello. Yeah, um, I work uh, late tomorrow, maybe Saturday afternoon. Saturday afternoon will work, yeah. Yeah, maybe around after four. That'll work. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna. I'm, I'll make room on the website and uh, just. I give you a little <coughs> direction. You write write up the article. You put the pictures up whatever you want to put up, and uh, we'll just go from there. And then I'll show you how to publish it, and it'll be white pride, white power worldwide, because it's a worldwide article. It's a worldwide web page, you know? Oh, shit, dog, it's going to be so uh, unimpressed. <laughs> Poor Scoop. Oh, Soupy Dog, you dumb son yeah, Breaks my frickin' heart. No, it don't break my heart. Fucking somebody got a goddamn half fucking nigger breed fucking family. I mean, come on. That'd be a yeah. fucking goddamn white power, dude. All right, well, let's uh, go ahead and close this show. Um, I appreciate everybody listening uh, from what the United States and around the world. Uh, this is the Aryan Nation Statistics Motorcycle Club uh, talk show radio broadcast. Um, tonight's show was um, a fall of an empire, I guess, or a fall of a, a wannabe white power organization. Um, we will elaborate more on our website, and until then, or until the next show, um, I'm just going to say a victory and good night. Hail victory, brothers. Hail victory.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.